0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, March 28th. Let's jump into today's top stories. George Washington is down to four final options to replace the Colonials moniker, the Ambassadors, Blue Fog, Revolutionaries, and Sentinels. Students, faculty, staff, and alumni can weigh in on the options by rating hype videos that represent each of the finalists in the Try it On for Size phase of moniker madness, which runs through April 28th. The memo for tomorrow's Congressional NIL hearing cites, dwindling athletic department budgets at the hands of NIL deal redistribution of capital, high schoolers being immensely impacted by transfer rules and a four-star recruit getting burned by the promise of NIL. On three, Andy Witry reports, adding, when NCAA President Charlie Baker talks about consumer protections. Or if you think about the potential New York Times audience for the op-ed from Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick and President Father John Jenkins, they can help determine how these issues are framed for members of Congress. By the way, the footnote for the dwindling athletic department budgets is an Arizona Daily Star story published May 6, 2022. The only first-hand source quoted is Arizona AD Dave Heek. Not blaming the paper or Heek, but that footnote doing a lot. While discussions continue regarding whether the NCAA should negotiate standalone championship rights on the women's basketball tournament, Sportico's Emily Karen notes there are some who warn that could have unintended consequences, particularly for the sports with which women's basketball is currently bundled. Octagon senior vice president of media rights consulting William Mouse says, if you take that jewel out of the crown, does anybody still want the crown? That's the risk because there are so many other championships that are tied together here. There clearly is more value that could be had for the women's championship on its own, but the broader consideration here from a strategic perspective is what does that do to potential value of everything else? Mao suggests the NCAA could still license the rights to one broadcast partner in a package deal while contractually assigning specific values to some of the foundational pieces, including the women's basketball tournament. Mao adds that instead of telling interested media partners that you can only buy the entire sheet cake, you say, people who want to buy the entire sheet, you can definitely bid on that and tell us how much you're willing to offer economically and distribution-wise for that. But we know there could also be interest from people who want to buy slices of it. NCAA women's basketball tournament Sweet 16 viewership was up 73% year-over-year, led by the 2.4 million viewers who watched Ohio State defeat Connecticut, meanwhile 1.8 million turned in to see ucla south carolina 1.3 million to see iowa colorado 1.2 million to watch notre dame maryland and 1.1 million to take in lsu utah overall 3.5 billion minutes were consumed through the sweet 16. The AP's Wayne Perry reports the American Gaming Association is adopting a new responsible marketing code that will ban sports books from partnering with colleges to promote sports wagering, bar payments to college and amateur athletes for using their name, image or likeness, and end the use of the terms free or risk-free to describe promotional bets. The AGA tells the AP the changes are necessary to keep up with developments in the nascent legal sports betting industry. Meanwhile, NFL owners voted in favor of allowing physical sportsbooks to operate on game days in states where it is legal, per Sportico's Daniel Kaplan, who reports revenue from the sportsbooks, will not be shared with other teams up until a certain threshold, believed to be around $20 million, and then pulled with the other 31 clubs for any money that exceeds that bar. According to a survey conducted by the Art and Science Group, one in four prospective college students indicated they had ruled out higher ed institutions due to the politics, policies, or legal situation in the state where the college was located. The Chronicle of Higher Education's Eva Souravel notes the results were consistent across the ideological spectrum. Conservative students, 28%, indicated they were about as likely as liberal students, 31%, to reject an institution based on the political climate of a state. Art and science group principal David Strauss noted, We've been struck by the observation that liberals seem to be reacting mostly to very particular policies. Conservative students seem to be reacting a little bit to particular issues, but more to a general sense of a state being democratic or too liberal in a kind of generalized sense. The states most likely to be ruled out overall included Alabama, 38%, Texas, 29%, and Louisiana, and Florida, 21% the most common policy issues cited by students were a lack of concern about racial equity and conservative restrictions on abortion and reproductive rights. Thank you for tuning in to the evening standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, March 28th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.